last time on The Empire's Edge. Well, so I guess we're in, Boris. You signed us up. Yeah, uh, so then we're pursued by at least two factions. Let's move. There is what, what must have been a grand, grand house, and it looks like it either just rotted and collapsed or it burned down. Follow me, and I start walking in that direction. I, I, I start to investigate, looking if there's any latch or anything that releases a secret door. You open all breach. Somebody's looking for something down here. As you turn around and looking, that entire wall is painted as though off in the distance behind that dais is the Gate of the Ages. So you're looking toward that low uh, dais on the one end of this room, and you can see that that whole wall, about 45 foot long, is the mountain scene around it, very familiar to you, and the Gate of the Ages. And it looks like blue skies. It's painted right through the gate, just as you remember it. Dang. And, what's, and directly across from it is, again... Uh, the, Sarntarzul. Yeah, Sarntarzul. Got That's, it. You, like, you came through. The, the secret door you came through was right in the middle of Sarntarzul. And what about the floor? It's it's stone. It looks like it's a, a piecework stone, like it's its own kind of a mosaic. And it could be that there's more of a pattern to it than what you can recognize right now. But you honestly think it would need to be cleaned, that it looks just kind of a dirty... But it does look like intentionally can. made, like grouted, like tile, kind of like it's like it's set in place stones. Mm, most definitely, but, can but I, not can like Can I brush squares. a section off? Yeah, sure. So when you brush a section off, you can see that it is mosaic-like, that it isn't just repetition of the same patterns, like, you know, diamonds inside squares with cut corners or right. something very classic like that, or just squares. It's all sorts of different sized and shaped stones. that You, you have a, the impression that given a number of hours in cleaning this off, it might actually be something communicating a place, a knowledge, map, who knows? Map. Wow, that could be really, I mean, I wonder if there was some way to connect these two points that that's what the floor shows is the connection between the two points. Potentially. Uh, what I'm wondering about is a secret door in the middle of Sarntar Azul. That, that feels symbolic somehow. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, that you just came through. Yeah. Is, does the does the door line up with anything? Like, is the door itself also painted? Yes. The the inside of the door inside the room is, is there painted. anything of note on the backside of the door that we could see? They were like, oh, if we're ever back in Sarn Tarzul, look here. There are a number of tall spires that are right there on that door. Fantastic. Okay. So maybe, maybe um, not. But we have an area to look in. The two, um, I think you had said last time, the short walls of the rectangle. Uh, what about the long walls? You know, uh, our left and right, having walked in. Right. So on the left hand side, there are two doors. The first one is about 15 feet up the wall, and then there's about another 20 feet, and then there's a second one, which would make about another 15 feet or so, and okay, then yeah. you're to the, the, the far wall. On the opposite wall, it's just smooth the whole way across. Also yeah. painted? Uh, also painted. It's, it's as though if you were standing on some point, maybe relatively equidistant between Sarntar Azul and the Gate of the Ages, some hill and you were just turning around, this is the scene you would see. Be Jacob, have you already checked this area for tr for tracks to see if there's been a lot of activity in this area? Have you already done that? Uh, not since we walked into this room, so I guess I'll do that. Okay. It'd be neat once we get back to uh, the Sky Servant's Tower to see if we can find this oh, point. Oh, that like really would be cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, it, what is that minaret there, yeah. 16 on the survival. Yes, you can see that there is a track that goes through like slightly more compressing the dirt that's on this floor that goes right from where you are because I don't believe anyone has gone just any for oh no wait you did move from the door uh, I know I did yeah you you definitely did but it I looks found like Boris's tracks huh? <laughs> someone's it, been here very recently it looks like it goes uh. in a shallow arc <laughs> when you're walking through that secret door that came from the the excavation area outside of this room 
that it would bend to the left and that is head to that first door. Okay. And, and we know what, what are was, there. What was your adjusted roll that you made? Uh, 16. And with that roll, you also note that there's one that breaks off slightly from that that goes to the second door, but it just mm -hmm. seems to go to those two. If somebody walked around the room, you don't believe that you'd be able to pick it up with the, the level of examination you've done. But at that level- It seemed pretty direct. No it, detours, delays. They were right, to yeah, that the, room, back the out. The majority right. of traffic went to the one room and a slightly lesser amount of traffic went to the other room. Okay. We want to um, go check those rooms? I think so. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, what is the ceiling? the ceiling or any little sconces, little, you know, that, that maybe are empty or have a little, I guess not because they wouldn't be painted Can to match lights. the wall. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's actually a movie theater. and just Well, what I was thinking is like, were there any little niches in the walls where something might have been, but then that maybe would have messed up the view of this feeling like you're in these spaces. That's reasonable. And that would be an indication, at least from the Kremlin Protectorate, that that's where they buried their people. You don't see any niches like that. And at a cursory examination, it doesn't look as though there were any that were subsequently like removed, bricked over, or something like that. It it looks like the walls in its an original form. But the ceiling itself, it's it's very dirty, and there's definitely some of the 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 bits of stuff that are all over the floor came from the ceiling. It looks as though whatever was painted on the ceiling has come off, but what remains looks as though it would have been a blue sky. Uh, there okay. might have been evidence of cloud. You can't tell if that's just cloud or staining that seeped through. Uh, but go ahead and roll a perception. Yeah, do a perception. All of us or just Zellin? Well, Zellin's looking at right now. If you see her looking up and you do the same, you certainly could. Uh, 13. Yeah, I follow her eye line and look up as well. Uh, yeah, natural 13 for a 15. You were wondering from what Zellin... Apologies, if, 16. If you saw <laughs> something else that wasn't just blue sky and ceiling damage, but you really, really weren't sure. Do you guys see anything on the ceiling? Does it just look like sky to you guys? Dirt. Uh, and what were the rolls you guys made? 14, 16. Um, Boris, you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, I'm seeing a, a series of dots up there that might have been where before they painted over it, they actually might have like cut some other kind of a stone into it or made will be like, like a dimpling on the inside of it. But so much of the paint is off. But with that roll of 16, you think you're making out a constellation. It what looks I wouldn't give for a fly spell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but I was it, thinking the same thing. <laughs> but it would probably need to be cleaned and restored so. or seen with much, much brighter light. Mm. But you, it looks like a pattern that would be like in the, the known constellation, like the night sky, that would be what you'd recognize as being a wolf. But, hmm. but you're, you're not sure. You could just be reading into it mm -hmm. at this point. It, is the dirt on the ceiling that I see, like, does it look like smoke dirt to me? Like people were building fires in here or is it just like everyday dirt? Like It looks more like your local dirt. It looks more like it's uh, like the, the, the paint's been peeling off the ceiling. Oh, like, I as see. water comes okay. seeping through. So it's that, that stain right. it just hasn't been looking. Painted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you want to check out the <clears throat> room now? Yeah. So the very first one first? Uh, yeah. Uh, that was the one that was traveled to more? Yeah, the one that the one that has a more higher, tracks. Higher I frequency travel, yeah. Okay. Yeah, might as well. Uh, I'll take point with that. Okay, so you go to it, and it is actually a closed door. It's oh. not like an open doorway. Wood, stone? Stone. Oh, stone. Makes sense. Do, are there, is there any kind of catch that we recognize from other doors that we've opened? Yes, it has uh, what looks like a, like a latch that's in, set into the door itself. You'd reach into it and push some kind of a pressure plate. Our usual, Jacob? I say, yeah. Uh, if you'll breach, or no, I'll open, you breach. Yep. Okay. So, line up on the door. 
take a look at it. There's no obvious. I, I, I'm not one who would know what traps look like, but there's not. <laughs> right. Is there any role that someone who doesn't know what trap looks like can make Look at this adorable little guillotine-like thing. That's well, I'm pretty sure 3.5 is the main one that had the stipulation that only rogues can find traps. Okay. Because nye, nye, nye. I do want to, so I'll, I'll do a glance at the door to make sure that nothing looks and like it's going to. You can do an investigation. Investigation. Nothing will, like, snap my well hand off. While I'm here. Yeah, so as you're yeah, putting it to not. And what'd you roll, I will too. Jacob? Uh, 14. That as you're looking at it, it looks like it's solid stone. Okay. It looks like it's all the same stone that somehow they could cut out a piece of the stone and put a pressure mechanism in there. But it doesn't even look like there's a locking mechanism. It's just okay. going to trigger a latch okay. as so, far as you can tell. That's that's confidence enough. So I'll... Looks clear. Looks clear, yeah. I look uh, look at Boris and said, okay, here we go. All right. And I just undo the latch, push the door, or push, pull, whichever direction it's supposed to go. Uh, it's going to be pulling out. It's going to be opening toward you. I push yeah. it. Oh, and... It's locked now. And it's, just a, it's a dark room. It's a, it's a tunnel, like hallway. Move in, is, torch in the left, it's torch very, in the right. Very shallow. It's like 10, 15 feet it goes in. Okay. And then it opens up into a large room, but much, much smaller than this previous one. And with your light coming in, first of all, there's nothing that springs out. Nothing's jumping up. It looks very unused. It looks like a workshop. It is surrounded by workbenches and various tools all around it, all over the place. And just about opposite you on the far wall, and the whole thing is only about like 25 feet-ish by maybe 30 feet, this room, that there is a, a table or an altar that looks about the same height and size that you could see that either they had a meal and they had very narrow tables or was made to set a body on. So ah. have you stepped far enough in that we are in too so we can look yeah. around? So it, are, is, yeah. are the walls painted? Does it look like... Does it look like one of the spaces that have been excavated and just kind of makeshift, or does it look like it was part of the room we just exited, or or the same time frame? Yeah, that that'd be I guess to a guess. There is no painting on the inside of it. There's no excavation, no marks like that. The best assumption would be that it was just part of whatever complex this was originally. Is okay. there uh, uh, how, what condition are the tools in that we're saying? Are they look like they've been reasonably well kept, or that they're as old as the room itself? And what are they made of? Yeah. yeah so with with those, looking at it, uh, most of these things looks as though they had wooden handles, uh, and portions of the wood still remained. More than likely, even someone's hand oil would have a deleterious effect over time. But they look like they were steel. Some things were even bronze. Uh, some of the steel things are very, very rusted. The bronze things, bronze things are not. Uh, but there's knives. There's like claw-like things, uh, various spreaders, probes. It looks like are they? This, so this is like this isn't metal work. This is like dissection. Tools. I was about to roll a religion to see if it was. Like, oh, that's a good idea. Know, funerary stuff. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, like an embalming station kind of. Uh, ten. And that'd be a good guess. I think to actually know what the function of each one would be would be a much higher role. Do I see that but, telltale hook for pulling the brains out? Uh, have right you ever seen one? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Some some cultures use like a what was tantamount to a straw. So oh, actually, we saw that. We saw that. Just don't. We saw that in the um, uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called the the place where all the water was underneath the uh, oh yeah baron uh, the barony the palace there yeah mm-hmm. where they just used a straw and, and it stuck it in the beer pitcher <laughs> right so. That was, um, it does lead with some kind of a, a, a body preparation, maybe not necessarily embalming station. But some kind of funerary, But rites. some funerary preparation. I mean, that I'm going to walk awesome. over to the altar to examine it a little bit. Somebody has been coming in and out of this room. Why? Yeah. So I'm going to walk over to that space to see if it looks like it has any more modern equipment, equipment that hasn't been all rusted and, 
why was somebody in this space? Well, why don't you all go through, roll, make a perception roll as you're going through the, this thing, these various counters, hey. and just see what you can come up with as you, you go around through it. 19. 24. Oh. <laughs> 24, <laughs> 19, and 16. Yeah, all really good rolls. So you're all picking up as you like fan out into different, different corners of the room that it looks as though everything has been moved, as though somebody came in here and was just moving stuff from where it was. The, the amount of... Uh, like decomposition of various handles, rust, that this, whatever this tool did, must have been sitting four or five inches to the left where it is right now because you can see the outlet, you know, the outline of it rather, where it had been on that counter probably for years and years and years. And then somebody had moved it to a different place as though somebody was rummaging the entire thing. Hmm. So somebody was either searching for something or searching to see if they could trigger something. I'm going to look very closely at the, the table piece I, I'm wondering if they're moving all this stuff thinking that they could like open another oh, like you door. Pull the book out of the shelf. Exactly. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Why else would you touch every one of these little things? What are you looking for? What are you trying to do? Okay. So at the table itself, it is a stone table. It is slightly depressed on the inside and there's a hole that is born into it that just goes straight through to where you could put some kind of a catch basin underneath of it. And here uh, I am without my Zoloft. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there are stone catch basins underneath of it um, where well, there's a place for two. Uh, one is apparently missing and the other one is broken. Like it got you know kicked or hit or something like that. But there is no catch. Or there's thing no pattern. There's no design. There's no nothing on it. No, there is not. It's a very plain, very and utilitarian. And all the stuff on this has also been just kind of shifted to the left or right, just kind of moved around a little? There actually wasn't anything on the table to begin with. Got hmm. it. It was, it was the counters around it. I'm going to spend it. a use of divine sense. Um, so that's use two of five for the day. But but we saw more track in here. I mean, yeah. people were coming in and out of here. Um, based on what I saw when I was looking at those tracks, did I get an idea of ours as far as... I know there was more travel. Do I know how, how recent or... Just given a guess, like a number of weeks, number of days. Since. And can I sense the presence of fiend celestials or undead within sixty feet, or consecrated or desecrated objects or locales? Um, the 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 I guess the first one in that was just the uh, the the observation made by Jacob would be that you would think that people were in here maybe a few weeks or a month ago. Okay, but nothing more recent than that. Uh, it doesn't seem as though there was any one particular spot they went to. Uh, but another one you picked up from your area, you were looking at Jacob, is that there are there are places where obviously dust settled around it. You know, the, mm -hmm. the ceiling, you know, moisture dripping through made spots where you could tell there was a thing sitting, but there's nothing on this counter that corresponds to that shape. Okay. That there are some rectangular shapes and there's nothing there. So it could have been that whatever they were looking for, that they got. Okay. They found something. Uh, within 60 feet, Boris, no, there's nothing like that. But you do recognize, as, as soon as you do that, that the area of the table itself is registering as being hallowed ground. Interesting. I share that. Can Not you check sure. magic at all? Uh, I don't think I have that prepped. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. <clears throat> I could do it as, no, I can't do it as a ritual if I don't have it prepped. Yeah, right. right. Oh, well, I'll share then, what I wanted out about like, okay, yeah, everything's been shifted around, but like these things over here are missing, whatever they were. And it would look like they were rectangular things. Okay. And that nothing got underneath of it before. So whatever they were, they had some weight, a little more size, more substance, you know, something that would have been, oh, like like the size of a cell phone, you okay. know, a couple inches by, you know, four or five inches, well, something like maybe that. Maybe we just have incomplete data. Do you guys want to check out the other room? 
Um, yeah. Before you do, so Boris, in the area you were looking in, in that corner, that there is what looks like a broken tablet, like it was in a number of pieces, and it looks like it's been more or less pushed together. Okay. Um, I take a look at it and see if there's anything like It's a third generation into. iPad. There is. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's the other five commandments that got dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite. Um, but it does look like it was a clay tablet, it's a, it, that it is ceramic, and that it was broken. And it's in a number of pieces, and somebody put them together, and you could tell, Boris, that it looks as though you can see where the pieces had been sitting, and they were all on different spots of this counter, but like it had broken a long, 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 long time ago. Touch mm. it with the sword. When we've had things that were writing, then when we have things with writing on them, sometimes when you touch it with the sword, then we well, we can read the writing. Well, give me just a second. I'm not done describing it yet. Oh, I'm um, sorry. That uh, as you're looking at it, you can see that there is writing in it. And it has the flares. It has the indentation as though someone wrote with a stylus or maybe a knife point in you know, semi-solid uh, clay that it wasn't like a, like a liquid something, but they were inscribing into it because you can see where like the little, little bits of the clay that are pushed up when you're writing clay mm-hmm. are still there. But the thing is solid as though it had been fired or magic or something else before it was broken. Now, it looks like some of the words, like you just glance at it, might've been Krenlin, might've been Obravis, some things look kind of Corman. So we're gonna do that, that percentage, like how much of it can actually be read right, and we'll work yeah. at it from there. And, ac- and an actual percentage yeah, no, this, this time. Is not, not trying to perception. notice me outside. Yeah. <laughs> right. 43. All right, so let me mark through how much of this you would see. Uh, do you say anything to anyone else that's around you? Well, I'll read it first. If well, but maybe we could see other things. Like... I don't I mean, we, none of us have studied these older languages. There's no... I've been studying those crystal books a lot. Oh, yeah. If it, if it matches with the one or whatever language it is that uh, those are written in, there's Well, no I figure if chance. it's cursed, you'll know soon enough and shouldn't read it. I like how she immediately went to go, ooh, poke it, poke it, poke it, see what happens, poke it. <laughs> okay, so uh, doing your percentage, this is what you get. So you're not getting every word, but it begins, Lord Michael. Oh, and then oh the, no. <laughs> then there's a word you don't know. This morning, and then another word. <laughs> Spends a great, and then a blank, of time, and then a couple of blanks, Veda, Anthium, and then I, a blank, resort to, and a blank, it up permanently, a blank, he rekindle, blank, friendship, blank, Japanov. So the words you got, like without saying blank in between, it would read, Lord Michael, this morning, spends a great of time, Veda, Anthium, I resort to it up permanently. He rekindle friendship, Shapanov. Okay, so we've got a pretty strong clue that um, something's going on with... The connection I've got is Veda Library, not Veda, Veda Anthem. Anthem. But is yeah, an and why, for... why make this permanent? I mean, this isn't just a note you're dropping to somebody. Well, uh, I now, having read part of it, I'll point it out to the party. Yeah, what is a what is an anthem? Is that like could it be a part of a library? Is it a part of a building? It could be an old word for a library. It could also simply refer to like reading room, like nothing quite so big as a library. Yeah, because so maybe it was that's the size it was, and then it expanded. Yeah, or maybe it's a particular room inside the library, like a like there's a a room that we need to find in there that has 
uh, it's got the secret door that leads us to Swan of Mission. Done. Solved it. That's, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> That'd be nice. We walk in that room, we go, Michael, and that's the secret word. And the door opens, and then we get we stabbed to death by a whole crap load of mercy. Did we get anything from Sir Michael? Did we get a ring, or did we get anything? You're wearing his ring. It's we your get, magic ring. We got a cryptic oh, message. Oh, yeah. I'm going to touch it with my magic ring. And and you had figured that that it's been Michael from the Krenlin Protectorate who was maybe even the heir to one of the like the thrones or authority in the Krenlin Protectorate, right. who is the one that moved all the different parts to this tree uh, from Izango's yeah. tower. I'm going to touch it with my magic ring mm. and see what happens. Ooh. Uh, so I was, I was waiting for like the, the clink. Like, yeah, yeah, the DM was waiting. <laughs> what's going what's gonna to happen? Um, <laughs> regrettably, it doesn't do anything apart from just make a slight clinking sound. Doesn't um, respond to my more? magic ring. Can you get any more of the uh, I, I'm going to study it too with the okay. knowledge that I have from, um, what do I do to do that? What num- What things do I roll? That um, one and that the one. other one that looks like it. And then you put them together to make a percentage. It's right, it's the blue and next with the three facing. Right it. next to the one you described. 66, right? Okay. It looks like it, yeah. All right, so let me do an uh, adjustment here. So this is based <clears> on, <throat> you've been reading these books. Yeah, some I've been sort studying of the crystal that makes sense. Tablets. Okay. And You're then... our only illiterate <laughs> wow. friend. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I was getting like a, like Star Wars. You're our only hope. Save us, Obi-Wan. You're the <laughs> only illiterate person with us. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like you get it from both ends. You're not really a I, nobleman, are you? Apparently, I speak <laughs> Elvish because I picked that one. I made the character. So I, well, I speak another language. Okay, so with the uh, two of you working Villa together. Man. Oh, that's right. Villaman. Right. So the two of you working together, as you're reading through it and, and Zellin's saying, oh, that word right there, I've got it. It now reads, Lord Michael arrived this morning, mm. spends a great of time in Veda Anthem. I resort to locking it up permanently. He rekindle his relationship. I'm sorry, his friendship to Panov. Well, that seems to be the whole thing, bar a few articles and prepositions. Yeah. So, wait, so what, what words did you, can you read it again? Just the whole thing, <clears> like without the blanks? Lord Michael arrived this morning, spends a great of time in Veda Anthem. I resort to locking it up permanently. He rekindled friendship, Shapanov. Okay, so we at least oh, sorry, know that. I did it again. He rekindled his friendship. Okay, Shapanov. so it's a letter about <clears throat> Michael and Shapanov, written by a third party that we're not quite aware of. So at least it gave us that. So is it signed or marked towards the bottom? Uh, it is not. Is okay. it intact towards the bottom? It is not. Ooh, okay. Oh. Yeah, because like the giving us that Lord, that Lord at the beginning lets us know that it's not like I, Michael, it's Lord Michael. So mm-hmm. we know that it's not him writing the message. So that's at least somewhat and beneficial. And it's an equal or inferior in you know political ways. Because if it's the king over him, it'd just go Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, and it's permanent. I mean, we're not we're not just finding a you know torn piece of parchment. They did this on a clay tablet. They wanted this to last. That he resorted to locking something up permanently. Well, that just might be the tool of the time. Go ahead and do a uh, arcane check for those of you that have it. And we all have it, just if we're proficient. Okay. Yeah, I guess that that is a good point. Hey. Uh, eighteen plus three twenty-one. I also got a twenty-one. <laughs> very nice. I got a sixteen. Okay, so still not bad for a plus two. Very, but... very good <laughs> rolls. Uh, you become aware, you've, you've seen it mentioned before, Boris, you're aware of it first, firsthand, that there is something that the abbots of Arngold do now, and that is that they can cast a spell while they're writing a note to someone else, 
And then the person that receives it, when they are doing like a recipient spell, that they are running their hand over it as though they're feeling the letter and they will hear the voice of the person that wrote that letter. Just like the uh, <clears throat> the the parchment that uh, the, the Baron was, uh, was talking yep. us about. Exactly. Okay. Exactly like that. This seems like, with those arcana checks, that this is a precursor to what they're doing in paper now with the uh. Abbots of Arngol. It's just that it was done in a different way. And also with this, this closer examination, it doesn't look as though it broke because it fell off the table or somebody you know dropped something on it. The impact point was just too specific and it shattered from there. It looks as though somebody, again, still in the past, hit it with like you know, a, a dagger very hard or some kind of a pointed something, a tool that shattered it. Like somebody read that and in anger, wham, hit this thing and shattered it. The plot <clears throat> thickens. <clears throat> okay, so this was centuries old plot. This was elements. purposely locked. Is there anything else in this room? Any any other spaces? Any um, any place that the tracks go that we haven't explored? No. Once you any came into the room, concentration of tracks. No. Once you came into the room itself, you know where it, the room spread out. You passed the, the entryway. Uh, it was pretty dispersed. You were going from one Got spot it. to the other. So they're just all over. The that place. it looks yeah. like whoever came in here rifled it. For whatever they could get that that was valuable, and then left. Probably okay. this, then. Yeah. Let um. Oh, maybe they grab the the, the yeah, lower do, half of it, or the like. Or the signature. Do pieces line up to what you were saying was disturbed? Um. We can check a look, take a look at that. Yeah, it's a rect. It's, this is a rectangular tablet. So I'm assuming you start. It doesn't line up as rectangular tablet to those rectangles, like where obviously something had been sitting for centuries, maybe even millennia. But you do see odd shapes near where you where you found this thing, Boris that you could pick one of these pieces of the tablet up, you know, and just set it back where it was. And as you're doing that, putting the pieces out, there is a triangular piece that looks like part of the bottom that there's no corresponding piece existent right now. Uh -huh. That's probably our missing signature. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder why. Why Why would they care? I mean, this is so ancient. Why would they care who signed it? I wonder if it's associated to one of the ancient houses of the city that they that they were trying to hide a connection. Or we're fighting something very, very long-lived. Uh, and what house are we in right now? Zolatus. So, so it could, maybe it's someone who's trying to keep the, the name unbesmirched name. of yeah. the Zolatus name. Who knows? Right. Except well, the family well, died. It's a dead family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but I mean... It, yeah, the family's dead. Ooh. <laughs> They're still the ones doing it. Ghosts exist. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of the Lich, but whatever. I like it too. Let's yeah. go check out that other room. Speaking of which, uh, yeah. Boris, how long does that last when you do your uh, divine service? Until the end of my next turn. Okay. Oh, dang it. Okay, Speaking of which. Double checking. <clears throat> I was yeah. just curious. Just, you know, no correlation to anything. Just um, mm -hmm. Getting well, back to the door, taking a listen. Uh, it's quiet. Nice Thanks. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Very so, nice roll, actually. You're back, actually, out, yeah. back out into the gallery room. You're sure. <laughs> you can hear the, the flame in your lanterns going... So, yeah. Cool. Right. Yeah, uh, back to the other door, uh, same thing, looking at it first, making sure it kind of looks the same as the other ones, and then... Yes, it, it is. It's made the exact same okay. way. And then preparing to open it and let Boris breach. Okay, so as you do, Boris, it has the same like tunnel-like entryway that's just about 15, 10, 15 feet long, and then opens into a room of very similar size, slightly different shape. There are no um, like workstations or counters around the edge. But there is a very unusual mosaic-like looking structure that's on the floor. And with this one, it looks as though it's been swept. So someone has done something, unlike the floor in the main gallery area, has done something to keep this neat or excavated it, looked at it to see what it was. And as you guys are pushing it behind, this thing is about um, like 15 feet 
in diameter. And from our own modern point of view, it would look an awful lot like a, uh, a calendar from like, like not Toltecs. Who are those? Like Olmecs? Uh, the Olmecs, the Incas. Oh, the Incas like that Mayan calendar that was causing all the headache right. in 2012. So it's, it's... That was probably correct given everything after it. So yeah. does it, it looks like a calendar, not like a meditation wheel, not like somebody was using it for prayer. Somebody was using it. To track something. To track something. Is it is oh, the language or any of the symbols we see like? Uh, go ahead and make a, um, uh, I call it a DC roll on your druid knowledge. Uh, so just roll a what? 20. Yeah. And uh, add your proficiency, uh, wisdom adjustment and your proficiency adjustment to it. Okay. You are just challenging me. So I rolled a 14. Okay. I have a wisdom plus of five, so that's 19. And then I have a plus of something else. Two. Three. Oh. three now? So I two. think it's to be three, yeah. What did I say? Nine. So that's 22. Unnatural. You recognize this, though it is damaged, as actually what is referred to as a druid's calendar. This is a druid's calendar. Which seems very unusual down in this place underground. Which seems very unusual down in this place <laughs> underground. <laughs> what are you doing? What is it? They know too much. We know so too much. It's a way, it, I don't know what is it. Uh, I know it's what a marking is. all the celestial patterns of what would be the, um, like the, the solstice, the equinox, uh, as the, the stars are coming oh, over the okay. longest, shortest days. So it would indicate all the different days that druids are out like, you worshiping. know, moon bathing, yeah. worshiping. So this is, event. so it's a, it's a calendar that we would use in our circle to help us honor the dates, um, the right dates, the equinoxes, the, um, all the celestial events. Is there anything on here that indicate any date is more important than any other? It's like a big red X. And like we see on the calendar, <gasps> like it's, it's one tomorrow. car it, deeper. It, it does actually. Okay. It, is it intact? It's the way it is not intact. So you yeah, one one thing at a time that, it looks like it would be a calendar that is made like for a particular household, like the same way you've ever seen those exaggerated oh, like maps. <clears throat> yeah, but even more than that, it'd be like a like a Texan's map of Texas in the United States. It's like, you know, most of the most of the map is Texas, then a little bit of the United States around it. This is really focusing on all the celestial events involving a particular family. Okay. As they were plotting out their past, their right now, and then their future. Uh, it's damaged in that you can tell that it used to have all sorts of stones in it. Who knows how precious and semi-precious that would um, identify stars or conjunctions, but it looks as though they've been pried out. And it would look, by all the perceptions you guys made before, that it was pried out, they were pried out a long time ago. As though somebody had been over a long period of time prying stones out of this thing. Now, the obvious inference is gemstones that, you know, it's studded like, you know, a shrine or a display of wealth. But my thought is great big old pile of magic rocks we've been carrying around mm -hmm. since ever. Mm -hmm. Do I think those slots are big enough to hold pieces of the tome or potentially the Z block? They don't look to be the same size and shape as those, those stones, nor the ones that you got. But there is some stuff that you can picture way back in Gryon that look like they might have actually fit into this thing once. Oh, like, like your Olaf? fox? Oh, wait, yeah, like, is our, is our like fox shaped hole? That, so you're looking around through it and eventually, yeah, <gasps> you do find Try a fox shaped it. hole. Try it, put it in it. But what if it gets stuck? I don't want to lose my fox. All right, well, I'm going to take my hummingbird that I've been carrying around. Okay. Right? 
Um, and as you look through it, I take the four foot tall bear statue that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been strapped to his back the entire time. Yeah, what do you think I was referring to as my hammer? <laughs> <laughs> that Zelen, you don't find a spot that that would fit perfectly. It just doesn't look as though I don't have a spot for my hummingbird. Try your fox. Let's try don't the be bear a necessities first. Okay, he doesn't actually have that. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put my fox in the hole. And it it doesn't make a change. It doesn't do anything. But it does does look as though it belonged here, that this might have wow. actually been where, where you came from. Uh, what spot is denoted by the fox? Uh, it's near the center where the whole thing comes to a spiral, and it looks like with the, the conjunction of what you're believing these stars to be, Zelen, that it is actually focused around this, this seminal moment in a family's history, and it looks like it is the destruction of a family that was actually predicting the end of a great family. Yeah. So any, bud. And my good luck charm for years. Anything that I can figure out from this, I'm going to share with them. Okay, the last thing you would figure out, because you rolled like a 22, was it? Yeah. I know. I set these DCs. I think these are really high DCs. It was a DC 20 on stuff for this calendar. And you're like, bang. <laughs> 20, yeah. 22, tell me everything. That it looks like whatever this house was, it was referred to as the wolf or the wolf oh, is didn't you say that the, you thought maybe the there was a wolf was, yeah. yeah and singular to this that this family seemed to have identified with and tracked that wolf as being their sign um and that this fox that that had been a stone here uh looked like in some way like by clasping onto it the way that the stones were inlaid that the fox clasped onto this wolf's leg uh you know bit it in the leg uh and that was somehow a symbol of this house dying and does the map end? Does it indicate to me that, I mean, do, does it show the collapse of the house? The map ends. There's nothing else to be gained from it because it's all past. Right. It, it is all past. Okay. The, like, if they would have read this and read this correctly, they would have actually looked at this as being, and then after this point, there is no house. There's no household. There's no and family. what about the walls? Is there anything on the walls? Is there anything, or in the ceiling? Is there anything to indicate why they did this? Why would they make a map like this and hide it behind a secret door where it would appear that they did a lot of funerary rites? Did any of you make perceptions in this room? I forget. Just me. Yeah, and just her. Okay. You asked her directly. Well, she made, she made Druid, a, the Druid, Druid great one, yeah. yeah. That's for the Druid circle thing. Why don't you guys roll perceptions in here? Actually, or you can make them investigation if that's higher because you're, nope. you're extrapolating and synthesizing different information uh, too. 14 on perception. Okay, so with the perception, you do pick up that the stone this is sitting on is not like a tiled or a mosaic floor. It looks like bedrock. Like it's an original slab of stone that's under hmm. this. The bottom of the Minecraft world. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 10 on perception. I get anything else from that? There is definitely a floor. Okay. <laughs> the room does not look to be tricked out the way that the other rooms had been. Interesting. Um, and it could be, looking at the nature of the calendar itself, this is not just old in the scope of, this could be uh, a thousand years old. It's been down in this room like this. It could predate there being any structure above I it. was about to say oh. that they built this site around a shrine that preexisted for the house. That's yeah. really reasonable. Okay. I don't think there's anything else to be gained yeah, there's in nothing, this space. There's nothing yeah. just sitting around. Like, this room is pretty much empty. There's the mosaic on the ground. There's no, like, tools leaning up against the wall of the classroom. Yeah, yeah okay. that's correct. And I guess the last thing with that is you, like, more closely examine a lot of the holes where things had been. And you probably have noted this, Jacob, when you're putting your fox stone in there. Oh, yeah. Which I is that still up. in there, by the I way. I picked that up. Um, that it didn't fit perfectly because there was so much, like, dust and dirt and grime on the inside that it wasn't like somebody pried these stones out recently. Okay. But you can also note that it looks like somebody pried them out very skilllessly 
Like they mm. got a they chisel and a it. hammer and we're knocking the things out. Okay. Good to know. I do retrieve my, my okay. fox. Yeah, you have it again. Don't yeah. want to lose that. I think we're done here, but what's been kind of throwing me off is how asymmetric this place is. That's assuming we, yeah, assuming we came in the front doors, there's only rooms to the left. Yeah. That's right. Um, there's only doors on the left-hand side. That's and then correct. the frequency with which we have found secret doors, let's go check the oh, opposite yeah. wall. The other, yeah, the wall that, that just has hills painted on it is just long and flat and perfect. Yeah, yeah, it where just, we are right now. yeah, exactly. It just runs that. Yeah, way. Uh, you nose around with that. I'm gonna nose around the dais. Yeah. See if I can find anything yeah. there and too. With my um, uh, familiarity with the secret doors that we've run into so far, can I use that as I'm looking for? Yeah, the, sure. That, and I'll look at the dais with any with plus or advantage granted from that, or uh, I think with advantage. Yes. <clears throat> and you're looking at what uh, the dais with Boris. Okay. Do you want a perception or investigation? Uh, perceptions. Actually, you know what? I'd rather do is try to see how much I can wipe off a piece of that floor to see. What it? They did something on this floor, and I want to know what. It, okay, maybe it's so, another druid calendar or something. So if before oh. before actually rolling, give me an idea oh, of where you're, or before you tell me the number, um, where I'll you're doing that. I'll be in between Boris and Jacob, wiping off that section of floor. Okay, so Boris is at the dais. So Jacob, if you're if it's the symmetry that Boris was talking about, you're either opposite the door that is closest to the door you entered from, kind of the the uh, Sarantar Azul side, or it's opposite. Where the door was to that calendar yeah. room, I'll, I'll closer pick to the, the dais side of the side. wall, uh, closer to the dais, just to stay uh, closer to the party. Okay, gotcha. So that, that gives you a good idea where you are, then, Zellin. Okay, and what was your rolls on Zellin? Uh, it was a seventeen without all the other things. Okay, so you're clearing that, Boris. You're examining. What's my plus on cleaning? <laughs> I think yours is pretty high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's really good, like plus infinity. <laughs> Clean floor. <laughs> Clean floor. Fifteen on a perception at the dais. Boris, there used to be a structure here that mm. either a table that sat on four legs or a chair that sat on four legs. By width, can I get a sense of? It would have either been a very small table or a very typical chair. Okay. And it's definitely something set, not like it was shaped out of the same stone then broken off. That's correct. But it must have been here and sitting with some weight, unlike a wooden thing that would slowly decompose and rot and, and weep, you know, moisture mm -hmm. as it changed that you could tell where that was. It looks like something been lifted out of here and taken to someplace else. And you can still see where the four, the four rectangles are on the floor of the where something used to be, right? Yeah. Some kind of acknowledgement to the throne of Indara. Ooh. Oh. Oh, that's good interesting. Because this is the side where the, where the, uh, the gauge, the gauge is. is. Yeah, the gauge yeah. is right behind this. That's yeah. a good point. Um, I got an 18 on my perception. Yes, you do. You yeah. know, you're like, guys, it's right here. Let's there's go. A, there's a secret door that's right nice here goodness. right now. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll call that out before I just open it and start investigating by myself. Yeah, good call. And uh, what about my floor work? Um, let's see how long that would have taken Jacob about like probably thirty seconds to do some secret door. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you've you started to clear. There is definitely a pattern to it. It's not random, uh, but it would take a lot more clearing and cleaning. Okay, this could be worthwhile because it could be another druid circle. You know, it could be, be a, a, a druid calendar, a big yeah. one. Uh, let's uh, let's clear out this uh, next room and potentially another one if there's one opposite the other door. And just so we know there's no other way for anything else to be here. And then once we're clear, maybe Agreed. spend that time to clear yeah. off the floor. Um, maybe a casting of Thunder Wave would knock all the dirt away. <laughs> or, or, a wind, or a wind spell. <laughs> or a wind spell. Everyone yeah. masks up, <laughs> yeah. puts their goggles on. All right, go ahead. Oh, knock um, so what are you saying, Jacob? You're going to see if there's a door opposite the other one before you go through? No, I was going right to clear, clear this one first before okay. we go, because if it still looks like a flat wall, it'll be obvious if a door opens up on it. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay. Oh, opening and breaching? 
lining up to, I'm going to use uh, Divine Sense first because this place still is undead tingly to my paranoia. Okay. Um, and I want to confirm that before rushing blindly in. <laughs> is it a good thing to confirm your paranoia? Uh, so you do, <laughs> and yes, there are undead within 60 feet of you <gasps> right now. Yes, it's a good thing to confirm my paranoia. <laughs> yes, it is a good thing. Anyway. All right. So um, like, I got oh, a hand on the latch, and you're, you're just and, start making this weird face, like, are you going you gonna to say something, Boris? And Going also, in? the top of the dais, or the dais, rather, mm. is uh, hallowed ground. Okay. So the, the dais area is consecrated... There are undead within 60 feet. Either they're they're invisible and with us and not attacking, or I'm betting on the other side of this door and likely less friendly. So wait a minute. Would we be better off then if we open this door and they attack us? Should we run back and fight them from the top of the dais? How do undead interact with consecrated ground? We've never really run into that before. Um, We have to pause, look that up. (laughs) 22 on a religion check. Yeah, so we'll know in just a moment when yeah. you look that up. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll know exactly what the hallow spell does. Hey, who ate the rest of my cheese? I'll be you. <laughs> so, yes, with your religion check, it is hallowed. And as you're you know, making that, that sensory examination, that spiritual examination, you would uh, assume that it has been truly hallowed uh, as though it was something that's permanent and magically infused in this space. Interesting. Okay, okay so that this, could be a good protection spell. Yeah, this gives us a real bastion because any undead thing won't be able to enter into the area of the dais. And so how to, can undead things only be killed certain ways? Depends only... on the kind of undead. <sighs> so, We're going to find out. Right, you ready? So, um, No, first <gasps> I'm going to... Shut up. I'm so excited. We haven't fought anything in a while. <laughs> Then you go first. <laughs> <laughs> but that gets rid of one of my spells. All right, but um, what are you going to do, Boris? I'm spending a spell slot to cast um, protection from evil. I'm losing the plus two to armor class from Shield of Faith, but I'm imposing disadvantage on the attacks of undead. I hate that. I know you do. I really, really don't hate it. <laughs> um, How long does that last? Ten minutes or until my concentration Oh, man, broken. yeah. And concentration only broken by you casting of a concentration spell and... Or taking damage and botching a constitution check. Yeah, because gotcha. it's like... Is it... Is it oh, it's, it's weird because it's not I'm, like... I'm looking up the taken. weird DC right gotcha. now. Yeah, it is a weird DC. But yeah. let's... Well, uh, let's... I used... I could tell you what it was for the old stuff, but um, it is 10 or half damage taken, whichever is higher. If we're uh, if we're casting uh, spells, I'm going to go ahead and cast Summon Bestial Spirit to get something to help us fight in the battle too. Deal. And... uh. Just for, uh, just for, it, it doesn't matter what it actually appears as because it always has the same stats. So just for flavor, it's going to be a fox. <laughs> okay. A giant fox. A big yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm considering um, casting spider climb so I can run up the wall and cast things from the ceiling instead. But I'm, right. but I'm talking to my cohorts before I do that because that means I'm up on the ceiling casting down instead of uh, standing side by side A, got the best armor class and B, got the worst hit points. So... I'm fine with that. Yeah, makes sense. All right. Um, so, is it a concentration spell? Because nope. then, the, okay. It's yeah. an action touch. It lasts an hour. It's a level two spell. I can climb like a spider. We already know that I can stand with my feet and it leaves my hands free because oh, that's yeah. what happened with you with the owl yeah. feather. Yeah. And it's called Black Widow's Walk. Oh, that's right. I remember nice. that. Okay. All right. So, so I'm casting Black Widow's Walk Black on me. Black Widow's Walk. Skittering up the walls and now I'm hanging from the ceiling. Subscribe Freaky. to us on subscribestar.com to see video of that. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she casts yeah. a spell, she creates her own somatic opponents. And suddenly, now Zellen is dressed all in black leather and her hair is straight black and she has long fingernails. No. 
Yeah, I don't know what kind of fantasy <laughs> world we just stepped into. Yeah, you know, I, I, was trying, one. I was trying to match that to the MCU. Yeah, I was, and I was like, Scarlett Johansson. That's, that's not tracking there, bud. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I'm ready to open the door. You guys ready? Ready. Yeah. Are not you up anymore. on the ceiling? I need to cast. I'm up on the ceiling. Cool. <laughs> Modify memory on myself now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, pulls towards me again or goes into the room? Uh, toward you. Okay. So I, I look at Boris and I open up the door. All right. Yeah. Um, sword in one hand, torch in the other. And there's nothing right in the door right there. You can see that it just goes in like two feet and then it's down a set of stairs. They look like they're a low set of stairs. Like it wouldn't go in more than maybe like five feet down or so, like a half staircase. Mm-hmm. And then there's an area spreading out around it. It looks like you can see there's a, both cut stone as well as maybe digging or collapse. Difficult to tell which. I'm going to skitter down so I can look like I'm hanging right above Boris so I can look into the room. Too. How high is the ceiling? Uh, at the doorway itself, it's about a seven foot high door. Uh, but once you're through the door itself, it goes up to about 10 feet. Okay. Is it, do I hear anything? Can I hear the, can I hear the things moving around? No, there you can hear nothing whatsoever. Uh, mm. I advance. Trying not to get bonked in the head by the person standing on the ceiling. Okay, yeah. So I, I think I think without a dex check, you guys you know avoid each other enough. Yeah. As you know, one of you is inverted. Because going I'm six one, and I doubt you're like three ish feet. <laughs> so as you proceed down those stairs, Boris, the the room starts once you're down at the bottom of the stairs, and the left hand wall as you're going down, which runs the length of about like twenty five to thirty feet, looks as though it's collapsed. At the far end of that collapse, there is what looks like a ceramic like like body sarcophagi. It's not like it's a, a structure that was made, like a wooden box you put a body in. It looks more like somebody was covered in some kind of a clay or a plaster. But what you note is there's little niches just about five feet wide that go the whole way around this room, which is about uh, like 30 or so feet by about um, like 45 feet, something like that. And these niches are all around it. And there are these upright looking ceramic or mud dried clay maybe fired not exactly statues because it'd be they're, they're roughly human shaped but it looks as though they're um like some kind of a way to embalm people weird but but they're standing upright i'm gonna come into the room too but on the ceiling side so you're looking down at this you can see into the mm-hmm. niches uh everybody make either a religion check uh yeah they make those senses of religion check Oops. ah yes i'm a great at those oh 15 me too, but plus something. Boris, you've read something about this at some point, and it would probably have been right here in Karn Kelly at the Veda Library, right. that there was an old ancient burial practice that wasn't even Kremlin, but some Kremlins adopted it, and you couldn't quite figure out why or where it came from. But they would entomb their people straight up, standing up, and that, that entombed this way, they were encased in like clay or some kind of a, a solidified mud, whether it was magic, uh, you know, turned to stone, whatever it was, that uh, there seemed to be different methods to it. Weird. But these seem to be like that. I'm picturing that you are just in the first five-foot square in this room. Yeah, I'm going to step in a bit further, so I've got, you know, I'm giving everybody enough room to maneuver and, uh, and letting more light into the room. And as you step in just about, like, you know, 10, 15 feet into the room, you are hearing things cracking all over this room. Uh, it's coming from numerous places. There's, you know, easily a dozen of these niches. Uh, and as they begin to crack, you see an arm come out of one. One cracks and there's a head emerging from it. And there are beings- Fleshy or bone? Breaking out of this more bone-like, you know, tattery stuff hanging on it. 
Might Gross. have been clothing, might have been armor, might have actually been the remains of like exsanguinated, uh, exsangu- um, you know, tissue. Muscle, yeah. And yeah, that's just so dried, but never actually rotted away. It's just been encased inside there. Uh, and there's one just inside the door. So we are rolling in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Jeez. Unnatural 20. Okay, yeah. And that guy is at one. All right. <laughs> so. He is not going. <laughs> yeah, he might not actually have a chance to go. Yeah, so uh, I'm imagining Balto's going with me, so we're at nine. <laughs> I forget what I'm supposed to add to my nits. What am I supposed Dexterity to add to Dexterity modifier. Oh, I'm at six. Up on the ceiling, selling paws. <laughs> <laughs> so there are three right now that are in uh, Boris's range. One is the one that was in the laying down one. Uh, that looked like somebody else was trying to break into it, uh, but that, that sat up out of it. And two are at the wall that are just around the right-hand side of the door. Uh, and the people that are nearby would be Zellin up high and uh, Boris on the floor. And how far into the room are you, Jacob? Because I don't know where you are yet. Uh, right behind Boris. Moving in Okay, so then you're in that, that spot too. And All the right. fox right behind me. Gotcha. Counting them down. Better than 20s. 20 exactly. Um, yeah, and one of these guys are at 20 exactly too. So uh, he is attacking you, guessing you're attacking him. He's the yeah, closest sure. one there. And, oh, that's right. I'm rolling at disadvantage, aren't I? Yep. And I'm making two attacks. First one's a 10 versus armor class. You, so was an, you rolled a 10? Yeah, misses. Totally, yes. Yeah, misses. And your armor class is currently? A 12. Okay. First one's a hit. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> missed by one. <laughs> missed by one. Oh, um, natural 17 for a 26 versus armor class. Hits. Yeah, I am spending a second level spell slot to many smite. All right. Um, can I borrow two D8 from you and a D8 from you? D8, oh. Okay, you got it. I was about to give you D6s. Yeah, no, no, I'm awesome. Didn't mean to insult you like that. <laughs> okay, well. That, yeah, you did though. Um, nine slashing and seven radiant. And it blows apart at that hit. Magnificent. This thing. Now, in that time, as these things are all breaking out of this, those are close, the ones that are further away are making their move action closing. There's going to be a mob of them around you very quickly. How many is Back a mob? Um, a dozen at least. It could be a little more than a dozen. Less one. Yeah, hopefully they point. chase us and then we could, yeah. All right. So, Jacob, it's your round. Uh, I'm going to follow Boris's... Uh... Uh, warning, and since I don't have any range shot that I can make, I'm just going to get it back out of the room heading for that hollowed ground. Okay, so if you continue that way, you're passing right by one of them. Oh. Or are you going to engage it and attack it, or are you going to let it do I'm not gonna, thing I'm, on you? Yeah, I'm not going to let it take an attack of opportunity on me, so I'm going to okay. smash it first, and then uh, is it is it within my uh, uh, range to smack it first and then try and run, or do I have to run up to it and then smack it? No, it is like just behind you right there. Okay, then um, I will, I'll attack it first, and then if I kill it, then I'll run. Okay, it's getting its attack in on you as well. Do I, am I leaving one of its threatened squares? Uh, well, you're not moving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it, are, are, we, are we on the same init, or do I go before right. it? Oh, t- stupid. Ooh, 26. Uh, you've got two attacks, remember. I have two attacks. Yeah, extra attack because... That's right. This version is different. 21. Yeah, yeah, I'm not wearing my armor. Not that it would have hit me if I was. Wow, okay. So your second attack there, bud? Yeah. Well, 
You take six points of damage when you get to it. Ouch. And then uh, uh, the other one was a 25. Hits. Yeah, two hits. Each of those does a d4 plus eight. So five plus 16. 21 points of damage total. Destroyed. Wow. Ooh, and yeah. then I run. Nice. All right. So I get out of there, and the fox follows me. Gotcha. And Zelen, there is still one that is close by right now, uh, but it is... It, it would go for either Boris or Jacob as, as they're moving, but they're just one square away right now, so they just can't um, on this round. But you could, if you stick around, attack it from where you are. So if I attacked it and it's, their mo- it's moving out the doorway, will I be able to get out the doorway at the same time? Do you see what I mean? You probably wouldn't get to the doorway until they've all, they're blocking up that doorway. Okay, so the- I'm going to get through the doorway first then. Okay. Boris's, I guess you're going through that that doorway right now, or is that that was no that was. Um, I, I, I have whatever left of my move you want to give me. Yeah, I don't think you had you moved up any of, you used up any of your move yet. Okay. Um, so yeah, being able to move, you'd be back out of the room. Yeah, at I, thirty feet. I'll uh, risk the um, attacks opportunity and also withdraw. Okay, there's only one, and so it's you can give it a try as you're going back out of here. Okay. So. I don't know, I'm not going to roll a six-sided die. Is it to hit die? You definitely should. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're going to hit anyway, because you got to roll at disadvantage anyway. Yeah, I know. But actually, the roll is the lowest it has ever been, rolling disadvantage. Oh, you're going to roll crap. lower than ever, though. I rolled low on the first <laughs> one, and the second one would have hit exactly. Um, all right, so it just tries for you. You go right by it. You're right out of the room. Uh, and then, Jacob, with your move, the, and in that time, all the rest of them that are a little further away are moving up in their move. And like, if you took a glance over your shoulder, it's a little intimidating to see this line of these things. There's still like a dozen of them easily that are pressing forward right now. And uh, Jacob and Zellin, you're kind of dodging each other as you're going through that same space, like one of the left, one moving of the right. Moving that dais. And then once you get through, are you going to like drop to the floor, Zellin, and then run to the dais? Or are you going to go up the wall instead? No, I'm going to go up the wall, across the ceiling, down to the dais. I was wondering if you could go out of the dais at all, because the ceiling in here uh, is Dude, even higher. It was like way out of their reach. <laughs> it was ten feet just into the room. Is the ceiling also concentrated? Yeah, but I let, still, let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, that when that you went into, but then it went down about five feet. So uh, the ceiling was about fifteen foot high in that room you're just in from the floor. This one, the ceiling is already like twenty feet above the floor itself. So it's really high. How big is this room? Uh, it is like 45 feet by 60 feet, I think I said. 45 feet. I can cast a, I can cast a lightning cloud, but it's 10 feet tall, 60 feet wide. I'm afraid you guys would be captured into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Guess what guys? Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, hold on to your butts. So, but you said you're heading to the, to, to the dais. You're not yes. gonna, Okay. Yeah. So heading to the dais. So you guys are going to get to the dais next round. Okay. Uh, so you can use your move action then first. And they're definitely pursuing and coming at you uh, from that secret door. Uh, the moment that you get, you know, so next round, they're moving, you're moving, you're getting to the dais, the other secret door opens, and they're now coming through both of them. Nice. Yeah, so um, there's no additional effects on the dais itself, mm, uh, apart bummer. from that it is hallowed. Then, and these things but it come, gives protection, right? Yeah, they can't okay. enter the, the space, um, However, uh, unless they're designated. But getting, getting into the... Uh, Area of effect, I'm going to use my action to ready an action to strike whenever one gets in range. All right. Then that'll be the very very next round as they're catching up. 
the dais itself at its widest is only about 15 feet wide. So there, it isn't that much space. And no, it's it's yeah. like, it's like a, a half moon. It's uh, it's not a big rectangle. No, yeah. So as these things press in, they very quickly flood around it to all sides and they're not entering into it, but they try to reach through it and then back their hands off again. They're, they're doing this at the stair level. So you have a, a wall of these things and Jacob, you're like, da, 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 da. there is still a dozen of them. There must've been 14 of them originally. Okay. There's a dozen of them right now that are all around us. that are not pushing through this. Um, but they're, <laughs> they don't have, they're not that far away from you, you guys couldn't like, you know, dance right here, uh, that it wouldn't take much to be at the edge of this dais itself. Okay. 17 and 28 on my attack rolls. Um, and those are hits. Now they themselves, so if it's a dash, what, what's the difference that that makes? They're taking their action to move again. They don't get an attack action. Just their action is another move. So they'd be dashing forward just to be like in served reach. up. Yeah. To be in reach for the next round. But they might be but compelled to do it. Wouldn't go through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're skeletons. They're not exactly smart. Yeah, they're not like the, the most... Apparently they can open secret doors, though. Then the genius things. yeah. They, they have an intelligence of six. Oh. So yeah, they could definitely open a door. Um, but... It's smarter than my fox. <laughs> go ahead and roll your numbers. Uh, that was the um, 21 and the 28. Then roll your damages. Yeah, we'll do. Um, I am spending my other second level spell slot first, so could I get those D8s again, gentlemen? Yeah. Just keep They're going to do better this Thank time. You. Not that they could do much worse than a one and a two. <laughs> so 18 and dang, dang it. I rolled a natural 14, <laughs> which hit you right now without your armor on, and a two. Uh, the other my one. My armor class is a 12, so it'd do a little better than hit me. Uh, the first, the sword itself does 11 points slashing, then that's 14 radiant. Yeah, destroyed. Okay, cool. Uh, Second attack. Yeah. One of the ones that are that are like engaging in you uh, did hit. I rolled a natural fourteen, and a natural fifteen, so it's like beyond all hope. Boris takes seven points of damage. I'll note that in a second. And second attack, which we confirmed hit them, spending one of my first level spell slots because I've only got the two second, and dealing. Hey, that's there you really go. Good. 16 slashing and 15 radiant. Okay, so the fourth one total has just been splashed. Nice. Or crumbled. There's still 10 of them Decimated, around the days. regardless of the technical term. Uh, none of the others would be able to move to a, to attack right now unless you press to the edge of it to attack one of them. If I move to, in, like, yeah, if I move in reach of right. them there, I'm, yeah. okay. So, um, Range Jacob, things. you're up. I know. I wish I had left yeah, my round they, home. They are in, a, they are in essence want, holding wanna, the round, waiting for you to move. You yeah, yeah, guys, hold here for a second. I'm going to run do back wanna, home. No, and, do you want to throw a dart? Uh, no, I think I'm still... like I, I it, The first hit didn't do a horrible amount of damage to me, so let me get a little close and see if that was a horrible mistake. <laughs> I can do a good bit of damage with my sword. So I'm going to step up and swing at them twice. See and then what that does. two were getting an attack on yeah, you. Yeah, 23 and a 29. Yeah, they both hit. What's your armor class right now? Uh, 17. All right. Jeez. Oh, what? Yep. I, right? Because it's- uh, Without we, your armor? Oh, no. I, I, I thought I took my armor off. That's a good point. Let me remove that. Hang on. Let me strip out my armor 15. right here. What are you doing, Jacob? Yeah. Really? It's all. The, it's still a 15? Yeah. Uh, that's sort of a letter that's only gives really, you the two. Yeah. Really good. His armor class comes from his dex. My armor class comes from, from my armor. armor. Yeah. <laughs> 15. There you go. He has a dex class. I'm a little easier to hit. Uh, that's, I rolled a 14. What'd you say yours is 15? Yeah. Already, Ooh. already, already missed. And the other one would have missed as well. Uh, now the other guy, that's the disadvantage rolls. The other guy. Uh, 
I don't have disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, he missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I rolled them both. Uh, okay. Um, and then the first guy, uh, the first swing did 11 points of damage. And he is not unmade. He's still okay. there. And then the second swing also did 11 points of damage. Same. Cool. Oh. So wait, he took 22 points of damage and didn't go down? Or did oh, I, I thought attack? you said it was a different guy. Oh, no, I, said, I just... No, uh, he's destroyed. He's okay. destroyed. And so then the fox is going to... Uh, fifth one down. Cool. Uh, the fox is going to do the same thing. He's got slightly worse stats, but, you know, he's at least okay. there. He's going to try. They're attacking the fox. What's its armor class? The fox's armor class is a 13. Uh, <laughs> a miss? All right. Eight. Rolled a 12. All right. It only gets one attack because it's a low-level spell. But it natural... 20. Nice. <laughs> well done. Oh, yeah. All right. So that means it's going to be doing... What, the fox uh, is better? Apparently, yeah. It's going to do 2d8 <laughs> points of damage, which oh. is 6 plus 6, 12 points of damage from the fox. It's still existent. All right. The, hey. the foe. But yeah, he's looking, right on. looking right. shaky. And that's it for <laughs> me. More so than a body. <laughs> All right. Zelen. Boris, let me cast Barkskin on you. Um, it'll give you protection for an hour. All right. I do it. Watch. Watch. And then he makes his will save and it doesn't take. <laughs> What's my armor class now? 16. Deal. A base of 16? What do you mean a base of 16? It just is 16. Oh, okay. It, just, yeah. it can't oh. be less than 16 regardless of what kind of armor it's wearing. Like unless okay. your dex is a certain You don't also get your dex on top of that? It says, you touch a willing creature until the spell ends, the target's skin has a rough bark-like appearance and the target's AC can't be less than 16 regardless of what kind of armor it is wearing. So right. I think it, it does sound like it increases your, uh, even if you're wearing armor, it, it, it ignores armor and just increases it to 16, and then I think you get your then dex, on, dex top on top of that. Yeah, that, that seems to be That's it. That's what we're going with. All right, yeah. If we're wrong, yell at us on the internet. All right, so we're back to Boris at the top of the round. Yeah, with an armor class of 18. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Almost like that. So same can mode throw, before? Can I throw darts at that? <laughs> you used your, you used your action. That I, was know, right. I know, I'm just asking for future. Now, what you, li- listeners, you, you really <laughs> need to actually fund our subscribe star so we can get a camera. Now, <laughs> the fits of apoplexy whenever Zelen enters combat are truly worth it. And we wouldn't even mount the camera or cameras so you could see all of us. There's no it's point. Just us. We just aim it toward <laughs> Natalie playing it's Zelen. exciting. <laughs> Glad you're enjoying our hobby. So you could well, have thrown darts instead. You yeah, could have so, dart. I mean, even though they're just skeletons, they don't have anything for a dart to stick in. You can still throw a dart at them and hurt them? Yeah. Yes. My sword seems to be effective. Yeah. His okay. knife seems to okay. be effective. And you could at this round, though, you could still use your move action and you could run up the wall if you wanted to to do something Yeah, else. what I, I was thinking, actually, I could just drop darts from the ceiling because then they'd sure hit them. Um, Without, or they wouldn't have the same kind of force. Counter though. offer? Yeah. Um, how tall are the ceilings? Uh, about 20 feet. You climb up, thorn whip them, and then drop them. Oh, yeah. Lift them up with it and just let them fall. Oh, my gosh. Deal some falling damage. All right, right, Boris. Um, Yes, I am doing the attacking. All right. Uh, I'm assuming there's hostiles in reach. Yes, they're all around. Nice. And then same on you. Okay, that's a natural 19 for a 28. And one of mine would have hit with disadvantage. The other one misses. And a three for a 12. 12 points of damage? Uh, To hit. Oh, 12 misses. Okay, oh, so okay. need a 13. Hit. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's fair. good to know. Uh, I'm spending my last spell slot. That's why I handed you the D8s early. Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, doing well for me. Thank you. That is my 13 slashing and 13 radiant. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, he is destroyed. Nice. And I am out of spell slots, so it'll just be sword strikes from here on out. Well, good thing that we're not going to run into any more encounters before we're back at the Roth house. 
I hope. If you have jinxed us, I'm making <laughs> boots out of you. Jacob, you are up. Awesome. I am going to swing twice again. Okay. And so they are getting attack on you. 17 and 29. They both hit. One attacking you is rolled a 12. Dang. Nope. And the other one from the other side rolled even less. I need a new oh. die. <laughs> no, you don't. No, that one's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that, one's, that, one's that was terrible. great. It totally right. sucks. Um, uh, 11 points. I'm, okay. And 11 points again. Wow. You roll a d4. And you just, so you destroyed another one. Oh, cool, yeah. When you roll a d4, you don't really have much variation in what you roll. No, and I suppose not. your and fox. fox, and then same thing on fox. This is new die. Uh, 16. Uh, yeah, that hits. And, and the other one on fox is uh, 9, 10, 11, 12. How many more left? Uh, 7. 12 misses. It rolled an 18 on its maul attack. It hits. And deals nine points of damage. Uh, it is wounded. Okay. The same one it attacked previously? I'll just roll for that. Oh, Those are all point. kind of pressing around. No. Mm. All right. Far enough. One of it hit it. What, did, what damage did it take? Uh, Fox takes eight Ooh. points of damage. I really can't wait until I'm 11th level because then all my attacks are smites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zelen, you are up. Okay, I love the idea of the thorn whip, so I'm going to run up to the ceiling, cast thorn whip, grab one of them. It says, uh, 1d6, large or smaller, pull up 10 feet. I'm going to pull it up 10 feet and then smash it back down again. Okay, well, roll your to hit then. It is, it's a What's roll that? to hit, right? Yeah, it's going to be a d20 plus your, it'll be called your spell attack modifier. I'm willing to bet it's probably like an 8 or something uh, like that. Spell attack is an 8. Oh, look um, at me. I'm so good. So that's a 15. Uh, look at you, you knowing Hit things. it by 2. Hit it with 2 to spare. Nice. All right. So then, do those get added to the damage? It whips up <laughs> to it. So read, read, no, read, read the thing again. What it does? It. Uh, this is the first time it's worked. True, I think. Yeah. So okay. You, it just missed when you cast it at the dragon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay, thorn whip. Says. The anticipation is killing me. Read it. You create a long vine-like whip covered with thorns, lashes out at your command toward a creature in range. Make a melee spell attack against the target. If the target, if the attack hits, the creature takes 1d6 piercing damage, and if the creature is large or smaller, you pull the creature up to 10 feet closer to you. At higher level, the spell's damage increases by 1d6 when you reach 5th level. So it's 2d6, and what's falling damage in 5e for, uh, for 10 feet? Same thing, six, uh, so a d6, d6 per 10. Yeah, so you're rolling 3d6. Nice. On the damage on it. Yep. Yeah, the square ones. I have one more square one. The green one's going to be the falling damage, just because I would love that. Four, seven, nine. Yeah. Okay, if, if there's uh, let me difference. see if it's one of the ones that were wounded already. Uh, she was being nice. She was aiming for one that was attacking the fox. Uh, it is a wounded one. Nice. Uh, and that destroyed it. Ooh, nice. nice. Good job. All right, oh, that, that was, awesome. was, we're back at the top of the round, Boris. All right, V attacking. Okay, first attack missed. Second attack missed, man. What's your armor class right now? 18. <sighs> uh, every single time I rolled it, one of those was a disadvantage. <laughs> it's always the case that, I guess I actually rolled a couple where both would have missed, but most often yeah, one would have hit. for the first time, I missed okay. with both too. Oh, wow, and so here's my, the other one on the other side of you, and 18, yes. It hit, I rolled a 19 <laughs> natural and a 14 natural. They're plus four, <laughs> and that was enough. That's a rarity with that is any well, yeah, kind of an undead when you cast that spell. Two of them are attacking, and you every take six round. more points of damage. There, there you go. go. All right, and then it is Jacob swinging again twice. And uh, the same both of them are you. 22. So it was one, two, three, four. Yes, 20. Oh yeah, then they both hit. Uh, that okay. Finally, a different amount of damage. And Nine. your upper class is 15, right? Yes. Okay, so the first one. 
Oh, they both missed you. Oh. I'm, always, I'm only like disadvantage to see it, and I forget that. I'm pretty sure I can cast um, protection from evil around, like but at higher levels or something. Well, no, no, I can cast it on anybody. It's just use of spell slots. Yeah, it's you know, protecting mm. party versus smiting. See, this, this is why I should dip Warlock, so that way I've got more spells. I just slots. realized, why did, he's got disadvantage on every single attack. You should have cast the Bark Skin on me. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've rolled so poorly against I you. Your, <laughs> I thought your armor class was already pretty good. That's I thought it was too, until I realized I'm naked. Um, I, <laughs> well, you're wearing clothing, so you don't get arrested. <laughs> suddenly, the whole image of the game changed. <laughs> I was actually wondering, yeah, Jacob, why are you wearing with your dagger okay. right now? They even asked me Boo. the whole time, like... Are you going to put on some clothes? Oh, good point. All right, so the first attack did nine points of damage. I mean, to see if it's one of the wounded ones. Should be. I've, I've been attacking the same couple probably every uh, time. And it is? Yep. Awesome. And uh, the, the second attack did 10 points of damage. And that one is now wounded. Awesome. Oh, other end of the spectrum. Natural one for uh This is the... Uh, well, no, no, you... Hit, oh, yeah. This is the fox? Yep. So a seven, seven, uh, a seven yeah. total to, to hit. Yeah, I only have one that's available to attack the... Yeah, and it misses the fox. Oh, awesome. Okay. All right, so then Zelen, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna do the court thorn whip again. Okay, do it. Natural twenty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, very nice. What does that mean? Does that, that, means, that mean I knew extra yeah, stuff? Uh, you're gonna do four d six damage from the thorn whip plus the still the one d six from falling. Yeah, so five d. He needs one more d six. I need five d six. That is a that is half of a fireball right there. That looks Five, good. Five, ten, fourteen <laughs> damage. Nice. Uh, one of the uninjured ones is destroyed. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's only three of them left. No, no, I'm sorry. There's three that are uninjured and one that's been injured. Okay. Uh, if I've kept my count right, I, I think I have. Yeah. And top of the round, More Boris. experience that we're not actually accumulating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boris. Okay. That's a 12. I need a 13, right? Correct. Oh. I have to see how many are actually potentially on you at this point. If <laughs> and there's 12, a 12 two. for a uh, 21. Uh, and that hits. And yeah, so there's one in proximity to Jacob. There's one in proximity to the fox. And there's two in proximity to Boris. So he, they are getting that, trying to do that. Like they're two of you attacking. So for 14 first points one, of damage. Oh, a natural 20. Let's see that natural one. And I need to see that natural uh -oh. 20 again. Let me uh -oh. do it. Let me nah. do a Jacob and roll two 20s in Let's a row. see that one. So that guy missed. Uh, and then the other one. Oh, I just wrote a natural <laughs> 20. That was, I Let's wish. see that too. Can I like back that no, up? Let's see that too. Let's see that too. An 18. Oh. Yeah, so it hits with a, an 18 with a 22 unnatural. <laughs> which I'm that glad he finally post. hit with that, but my gosh, yeah. I rolled that natu <laughs> that second natural 20, just one out of His order. last undying act. Boris takes six more points of damage. Taken. The other one missed altogether. I think it's all been six, except one attack on me did seven. Uh, I took a seven from one okay, of them as well. Yeah. And then it's Jacob. Fantastic. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you missed both of yours, you said. No, I, I hit 14. For, oh, for 14. Yeah, destroyed. Nice. All right, uh, a 18 and a 25. They both hit. Awesome. Uh, 11 and 11. Uh, those both miss. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've destroyed another one. There's two left. One is injured. Okay, and then, uh, oh, there you go. Uh, unnatural 20 for the uh, fox. Not fo yeah, fox. Yeah, and that's the one that we Big attacked fox. before. Heck and chonker fox. Go Heck ahead. And chonker. <laughs> Heck and chonker. Uh, ooh, for 12 points of damage. Uh, and that destroys the one that was already injured. Zelen, you're up. Let's There's go. one left. Okay, I'm doing my thorn whip. A natural 17 plus lots of things. Oh, you only <laughs> did one of those. Hold on. Hits. <laughs> <laughs> and nine points of damage. Okay, it is wounded. It is not destroyed. 
Nice. So it's like, oh, it has to get back up. We are just, just racing through all this. We're just like, yeah, um, slash, slash, kill and slash. Give me just a second to look up the Drop. prone condition. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. If you take falling damage, you are prone. Right. So it is, it's prone when it hits. Yep. Yeah. And then like, it's, for, is this action getting up or is that like a, like a uh, bonus? Attacks action? against it, it's melee. Um, disadvantage. Uh, yeah. Attack rolls against creature uh, uh, have advantage if the attacker's within five feet. That's right. It's part of its move action to stand. Yep, it's half its move action to stand. So but it's, it's going to be harder how long it's now gonna... that it's uh, laying on the ground. It's going to be harder for you to hit it because you're not right. within five feet. But we yeah. can still walk up to it and stab. Okay, so then that'd be Boris at this point. Yeah, you walk, right. are you still got one more left on you? Hmm? No, this no, is that, the last this one. Is the this only is the only one. one. Oh, it's the only one left. Yeah. Oh. Um, bad day to be this guy. Hey, yeah, the one that missed weird. that Boris missed got wept up into the air. I'll oh, take that. Nice. so first attack is a twenty-eight. Hits. Second attack is either... Okay, it's an outstanding. Natural 13 or... I'm taking the natural 20 of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. right. Because yeah, it was an uh, advantage against Okay, that, so right. first right. attack deals 11 slashing. Second attack deals 16 slashing. So when you, when you knock this thing with your sword, uh, its skull pops up into the air about equal to Zelen, and you're like, ha. And then, <laughs> and then it falls back down to the floor. The last one is destroyed. What a Tarantino-esque ending. Yes! Now, it gets really quiet in here really, really fast that it was a little shocking and startling all those things were in here. But once the kind of the, the huh, huh, wow, I can't believe it just happened. There were so many of those things in here. It's quiet and you're sensing something else near the door. Thanks for listening. Tell us your favorite quotes and moments at The Empire's Edge on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at subscribestar.com slash v-empires-edge. Once we've got a few backers, we can start ordering the merchandise we've been planning. More on that and more episodes, of course, to come. <laughs>